1: Health insurance plans come with deductibles and claims processes that are confusing and expensive. CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. Each member gets a personal care advocate and access to thousands of other members ready to help pay for large health expenses. Visit JoinCrowdHealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's JoinCrowdHealth.com, code HEALTH. Crowd health is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply.
0: Uh, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Kid Flash, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. You dig? I wear that yeah. in a fit in a sweater. I my side, but I still do it better. Huh? My brother just saw me keep <laughs>
1: All right, so we got Kid Flash jumping off the porch with us today. Yes
0: sir, you know the vibes, we outside man, it just flew all the way in from New York, just landed for me, came straight here to show some love, appreciate y'all.
1: Nah, that's love man, Mm -hmm. Uh, I appreciate you pulling out today too man. Anytime man. Yeah man, so what do you got planned here in Atlanta man? Uh, We were talking off Um, camera, you said this is your first time in the city?
0: Yeah bro, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, explore the city, see what 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 the vibes is, see what, you know, what it has to offer. I'm honestly just uh, looking forward to just you know linking a lot more connects. Uh, I have a few connects out here, and I'm about to, you know link up with I haven't seen in years. Um, mm-hmm. Probably see a, a Hawks game okay. <laughs> here and there. So yeah, just it's up in the air really right now. Yeah. Nah, mm-hmm. that's what's good, man.
1: It's I think it's like a completely different vibe than from yeah, up top. Yeah, yeah. But it is a vibe. <laughs> that's man. a fact, so. that's a
0: fact. I see some vibes on my way here. I was like, Oh yeah, I gotta go <laughs> shot today.
1: Like. Nah, definitely, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, originally from New Jersey, right? Yes yeah, sir.
0: East Orange, born and raised.
1: Okay. So man, I haven't had too many, you know, New Jersey artists sit on this mm-hmm. board, so just go ahead and kind of paint that picture of what life is like out there and mm-hmm. how does it compare most people just think New York man yeah. so i'm sure it's a little different than you know mm-hmm. the
0: city so jersey me personally i don't really be outside in jersey like that i feel like i was born in jersey and i lived there most of my life for like school and you know regular stuff like that but when it comes to like me being raised i i personally um go off the fact of me being out in New York that's where I feel like New York really taught me how to be the man I am right now like you know how to move in the streets the way I dress talk you know certain things like that so um I wasn't really around in in Jersey although it's it's pretty quiet it's like where you go to like retire or like move out the hood you know what I mean so uh I just yeah I don't really be outside in Jersey don't don't get me wrong I love Jersey you know what I'm saying shout out Jersey but I feel like New York is where it was at for me and that's where it really took off but Jersey's pretty cool though. It's pretty, okay. I just really go to sleep though. <laughs> nah, I
1: feel that. man. Thanks. So, how'd you get your start? Were you just drawing at first, or mm-hmm. were you making music at first? What what came first for
0: you? Um, so it was the art first. Um, okay. I was in fifth grade. My brother uh, Taysir Keys, shout out Taysir. Um, he, he used to bring the sketchbook to school every day, and he kind of like inspired me to start drawing. So I picked it up, and you know I was kind of bad. So <laughs> I kept it going. I said, you know what? I'm determined. I'm gonna I'm gonna get nice. And then I got nice by just keeping keeping the consistency up and just practicing every day. So um, it kind of just stuck with me from there. And then it just led me into this whole realm of craziness. I never thought I'd be into with all these artists and stuff. So yeah, it was a blessing. How long did it take for you to get
1: nice at it? Nice, that,
0: uh, 13 years and counting. 13 <laughs> years, wow. I was drawing since I was 10 years old. I'm 23 right now. So that's 13 years. And I'm still you know, learning because you know, you're always a student in game. So nah, that's how it goes.
1: And you ended up going out to college, too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to the Arts Institute of Philadelphia first. Uh, I went there for like a year and a half, but then they closed down because of like fraud. They stole all of like the tuition of, of the students. Yeah, oh, so shit. it canceled my, yeah, they canceled my whole shit. And like the, the first like, uh, I mean, excuse me, not first, the last semester. And I'm like, yo, I'm really about to graduate my bachelor's. And y'all dad just canceled my whole like. <laughs>
1: That's wild.
0: Yeah, my whole major was canceled. So I had to transfer to Pratt. Um later that, that later that summer of 2017, and then um, basically had to restart my whole college career oh, ended up getting into my career while I was in Pratt, and I was like, yeah, I'm just stick with what I got going on. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of I guess you could call me a college dropout. So, so what were you studying in college though? Um I was studying two d animation uh, as my major, and my minor was graphic design and illustration.
1: okay. Okay. Did you actually learn anything there? Did some some of these things help?
0: I would say I would say I learned some things. I learned a few things. Um I feel like a lot of it was more self taught and it was actually a point in time where I actually had to teach one of my teachers a certain like shortcut really? with like Photoshop. Yeah, it was crazy. Like the whole class is like, Oh my god like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was pretty cool. Yeah. So how did you end up getting into, like, you know, making
1: artwork, cover art for these artists?
0: So um, in my tenure in Pratt, um, one of my guys, uh, Tyon, shout out Tyon, he he hit me up. He's like, yo, bro, I got these artists, EXO uh, and East Davies, and they got this song called Vacation. Um, they need a cover art like right now. You think you could do it? And I was like, sure. I mean, I don't even know what cover art is at the time. So I'm like, <laughs> why not? So I just do it. And I mean, I Googled it real quick, found out the specs that you need, drew it up real quick, in like an hour. Sent it to Bro, and it was on Hypebeast Magazine the same day. I was like, oh, nah. Oh, damn. That was crazy. And I, and at the time, back then, in like 2017, they had like 4 million followers, and I didn't even know who they were until I really? like searched them up on the gram. And I seen it, I was like, well, damn. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it just shot up from there. And once hit they hit the front page, it was just never looking back. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Did you get paid for that first? One? I did. I did. Yeah. Well,
1: that's a blessing. There yeah,
0: too. yeah, yeah, yeah. He I, I originally because I like to do things out of love and from the heart. You know what I'm saying? If you my man's, I'm going to do anything to like help you win because we all win it together. That's how I look at it. But he still threw me some bills, you know what I'm saying, uh, under the table after after everything was done. So yeah, shout out him.
1: Nah, that's dope, man. So what's your? Is, do you have like a normal creative process that you go into when uh, you start working on a on a certain song for artwork? Or?
0: Um, most of the time, not really. It's just kind of on the spot, really. Like uh, people don't really give me a lot of time to um like sit there and think about things unless it's like a big release that's like planned way ahead of time and most of the time they're like calling me like asap like yo bro could you do this in like two hours i'm like well, sh- God, you didn't man. give me no time no crit crea- you just give me creative direction and just let me go off on, on, on my own little tangent so um i can honestly say from my five-year journey starting in 2017 up until now i've never missed not a single cover like mm-hmm. it was not a single person that told me oh no nah, this is bad i don't want to use this like everyone has always went through this. so I'm on a little home run streak. (laughs) That's what's up, man. So they
1: normally send you the song so you can kind of get the vibe to it? Or sometimes Um, they don't even give the song? Here
0: and there. It depends on the artist. Because certain artists, you know, they're really sensitive about their music and they don't want it to get leaked or stuff. Even though I don't personally leak that because I feel like it's very unprofessional Mm -hmm. and it's not um, something that my brand or my uh, business does. But when it comes to sending music, it'll be like a 30-second snippet. So I really don't actually get the vibe of it. So it's just like, well, damn, I got to just kind of go either off the name of the song or just like if they give me a small description of how it is, uh, like if it's a love song or a heartbreak song or something, I could just make something up off of that uh, concept. Yeah. And then from there.
1: Do you prefer them to give you some direction or do you prefer to just kind of just go off of what you feel off of it?
0: I would say a little bit of, it's a little bit of both. I would prefer the direction because I feel like it gives me insight on what they personally want. Because you know when you have to go back and do changes, it gets kind of tedious and annoying. And that's like one of my pet peeves with cover art, it's like the, the amount of changes I have to do on a cover art is crazy. So um, normally artists um, really don't have a direction. They just kind of leave it up to me. So luckily I was blessed with a, you know, a very creative mind. So I was able to, able to you know, knock some stuff out, but I do prefer if artists like work with me or if I'm like in person with them, like, yeah. like how we are now, I feel like it's easier to like knock it out. Cause I can see where you like direction is going. Like, you know?
1: Do you feel like that kind of brings out the best yeah. out of Yeah, and work I work a, a
0: lot faster in person, too. So, like, because that's one of the reasons why I got my name flashed is because I draw very quick, so. That's dope. Mm-hmm. So on average, how many edits do these artists send back per, per project? Then? Oh, man, that's a very good question. I would say, well, on the recent cover art that I just did, uh, for little TJ, I had to do fourteen different versions of the cover. Yeah, different. and it was like these slightest changes. I swear to God, bro, this was just like, hey, could you move the text up like two inches, or hey, could you make this color blue a little bit darker, or like I'm like, well, damn, bro, like, <laughs> the slightest things causes the most changes because everything is done in layers, so it's just mad hectic, but work still gets done. So.
1: Does that, Do you think those changes come from the artists themselves or just either management or the label?
0: From my experience, I would say it's the management because the artist, unless the artist is, like, really into, like, whatever is going on, then yeah, but it's probably, like, 10% out of 90 that, that's happening, you know what I mean? So um, I would say the management more so puts their input, like, they have creative sparks here and there, and they just like, oh, maybe if you try this or do that. Mm-hmm. And they usually go to the artist for, like, the final decision, like, all right, this is it. And then it's out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how did you lock in with TJ? Because we know you did a, mm-hmm. a lot of covers for him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lil TJ. Um, my brother Lou Mota, he's the senior vice president of ARs at Columbia Records. He, he has me doing a lot of like TJ stuff. Um, my other guy, JD Banks, was the first person to actually get me um, tapped into Banks Management. Uh, they, they had me do the Brothers cover art back when it was now coming out on all major platforms. Like, yeah. he was just on a SoundCloud level at that point. And I actually, like, didn't even know who he was until they, like, followed... Like, he was following me on the gram. Not uh, TJ, JD was following me on the gram and he just see my work. And he was like, yo, bro, I got this new up-and-coming artist at the Bronx. His name is TJ. Uh, I really want you to do his first single art for his, his releases on the platforms. And when I did Brothers, I never thought it would, like, be this whole...
1: Lydia. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating
0: McDonald's, age of just covers that we just come up with and stuff. Now you know, looking back, it's like two times platinum now. And just. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, yeah. I
1: saw on the on the gram. You put that
0: every cover you did for him. The song either went gold or platinum. platinum. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was crazy. It was a blessing because it's like I seen that. I was like, it's like. It feels like yesterday when I just did those covers. You know, I remember every single one of those covers in each time period. Like when I was making it, how how it was made, and just the process and to see over like a, a few years, like three, four years, like.
1: At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: All of the songs that I did cover arts for either are like multi-platinum or gold. It's just, it's wild to me. Because that's, that's actually how I got my, my name and shout out Lou. Because Lou actually made it a reality. Because it's one thing to say you're a multi-platinum cover artist, but you don't have the physical plaques to yeah. prove it. And now I actually have a few of them and more on the way. So it's just like... I, I, he really helped me stamp that that title he made it real for me so I'm saying so shout out Lou and yeah that's that's what we at now <laughs> is that common for you know
1: for the graphic designer to actually receive a plaque for that or is that rare
0: uh, it's very rare it's super rare like I actually don't even hear people getting credited for the artwork much less to get a plaque so um, being that I was I don't want to say i'm the first because you know there's previous cover artists before me probably like back in the days that probably maybe have have done it but i feel like of this generation i would say i was the first um and i've helped a lot of other cover artists you know get their plaques and their just do so that's that's my whole thing just trying to push that narrative for us cover artists because we don't get a lot of respect at all like and it was the same thing for producers at a point too Mm -hmm. so um nowadays I feel like we matter just as much as the producers because you can't even put out a song without the cover art. Like it's yeah. a requirement. So, um, yeah, bro, it, it was not common at all. I was like one of the pioneers for, for doing that. So, that's super dope, man. Thanks.
1: So, how important would you say the artwork is for a song
0: and for its success as well? Um, I'd say it's very, very important. Like, it 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 generates the aesthetic that you that you build for the song leading up to the to the release. You know what I'm saying? Like. People, when they put out a song, for example, they put out uh, the the cover art first to get people hyped to see the energy from the artwork to get them, like, oh my, oh man, I'm ready to hear this song, whatever it's gonna entail, you know what I mean? So it, it was like the same thing for like when I did the City of Gods cover art. Like, I actually didn't even know it was gonna be there. Like, they was using it or nothing. It was a crazy story with that. But when I scrolled and I seen it, they promoted the cover art. So I'm like, you see, like that shows the importance of it because there wasn't no snippets of the song. It was no like nothing that you didn't even know what the song was going to sound like. It was just the cover art and a couple other like pictures in, a, in a, like a timeline. So I'm like, that right there should just prove to everyone why the cover art is so important. It really just builds that hype up, you know what I mean? And, and like I said, you can't upload a song without the cover art. So that's yeah. just, it's just a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, man. So how did you get that opportunity for uh, City of Gap? Um, Lou, shall Lou again. <laughs> Lou, Lou, Lou's gonna be a t- the talk of the town in this interview because he, he honestly, bro, he really just helped me get a lot of, of of big cover arts and you know helped me stamp this this lane that I'm trying to step into and build for other people to walk into as well. So um, he he literally hit me up on a random day. I was just w- wake up, literally fresh off the wake up drawing. He hit me up like eight o'clock in the morning. He was like, "Yo, bro, I got this big cover." I need I need it right now, two hours. You, you got me? I said, two hours? God damn, like that's bad, that's bad short of a topic, but I got you, bro, no worries. Um I did a first drive. He gave me these like emojis to base it off of, as like a snowflake for Favi, uh the teddy bear to represent Kanye, and the keys like from the piano to represent Alicia Keys. <laughs> Three
1: emojis. This is Three what you emojis. had to go off of. <laughs> I
0: swear to God. And I'm like, how the hell am I gonna pull this off in two hours? Like this is this is od so i just you know i didn't even think about it i think my best art comes out when i don't think about it because when you think it uh think about it you overthink and then you kind of mess up and make mistakes when i do it like off the off the just natural vibes it comes out the best and we did it and they liked it everybody liked it except for Ye. (laughs) (laughs) shocking right (laughs) right yeah he's very he's very specific and precise with what he wants to do creatively so when um when they told me that he didn't like it it wasn't like he didn't like it because it was like bad he didn't like it because uh the the teddy bear was supposed to represent like his graduation bear mm-hmm. to, from takashi Murakami, and i feel like that was like the end of an era you know what i mean so it's just like you don't want to relive that he's in a whole new you know realm of whatever he's doing so i was like mm, the best way to represent him is with the all black background because you know donda was all black um, so I feel like that was a big representation for him instead of, you know, the bear. And once I did that with the new version of uh, the cover art with the, the statue of Tita and everything like that dancing, that was the one. And it's crazy because I didn't even know it was the one until I was just scrolling on the really? ground. And I seen Fabio post it. I was like, oh, shit, they used it. <laughs> like, Do you normally get noticed when it is approved,
1: though? Yeah, or?
0: but I feel like this one was so rushed because it was like a two hour time frame and it was like, <laughs> so all over the place i'm like well damn i don't know if it's gonna be used because you know how like when you you know in in the midst of doing it and then you got back and forth texts and then you send the last last version and then nobody responds and it's just that awkward silence it's like fuck. are they gonna use this or like what's going on like i don't want to keep double texting because now i'm seeing like i'm fiending or something so i'm like God, just just, let, just take the wheel, let, let me know what's the vibes, and then later on that day, I seen it posted, I was like, yeah, it's up. <laughs> it's up, so, shout out Lou, shout out Lou. Now, do you hand draw all of these? Yes, sir, everything from scratch. I don't use no stock images, I don't trace, I don't, I look at references, but rarely, it just, just depends on what I'm drawing, but normally, most of the time, I can just sit here and just look at everything I'm looking at and just draw it straight on, That's so. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like that's what separates you from a lot of other designers out there i do i do honestly because a lot of this like graphic designers they do draw some of them but i feel like they they stick in one style like you could just tell it's one style like for example another great cover artist shout out gallery province gallery province does a lot of you know atlanta artists and you know other artists around the around the country but i feel like he has this style which is fire don't get me wrong but it's just like you can tell it's his style i feel like with me. I switch it up every other cover art like you can't tell this is a kid flash cover art because it's not going to look like the last one every time it changes it shifts so you and plus I draw like in many different styles I could do cartoon I could do realistic etc cetera, etc cetera. so I feel like that alone really helps me uh like differentiate my my artwork from other artworks and and just puts me in my own category personally no absolutely mm-hmm. not all right. So I want you
1: to share some advice for some designers, man, because mm. even on our page, yeah. every post we make, <laughs> someone is spamming us. Five dollar artwork. Yeah, Hit me up if you want a cartoon. Our DMs are flooded with this, too, man. I, and I'm sure this does not work.
0: Yeah. So man. please
1: give some game on how these people can actually land some place. Like
0: so the way the way that I've learned to do it. Uh, don't don't go into comments. Don't uh, hey. Let me DM you for some artwork. Don't do that. It's just gonna make you look like a bot, and nobody likes bots. So what I would say is to just you know be patient, be humble with your work. You know you have great work. So I feel like as an artist, you should um, go around their their management. Look look at the mutual followers they have, like their managers, the the label reps, you know friends of the friends, because those people are gonna be the ones to. Um, really answer your DMs right away because if you DM a person that has like a million followers and is verified, it's very, very unlikely they're going to check your DM. Yeah. But if you hit like the management or something and you say, hey, I feel like, and it's all about the approach too. You really got to know how you're approaching because you, it's all about the deliverance. If you deliver it a certain way, you could either come off as like you're reaching or you could come off as like, hey, I'm a professional. I'm trying to work. You always want to go off on the professional side. Hey, I feel like, um, me and your artists have a, 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 a significant style we can build together. How can I, you know, work with you guys to, to build your your look or your image or whatever you want? And it's, just, it's like certain phrases and words that you got to say in order to like cohere their mind to be like, yeah, this guy sounds professional. He sounds like he knows what he's doing, or she, you know what I mean? And and it goes like that. And then once you do get in the door, don't like kick it down right away. Take it, to, you know, peek around, tiptoe a little bit, you know what I mean? Because Sometimes it is good to be hungry, but it's also you know, good to tame your hunger sometimes because you don't want to be seen, seen too hungry because then that gives off a certain energy and you don't want to have anybody kind of look at you in a certain way. So I would say, yeah, just be patient, be humble, go around through the friend circles, you know what I'm saying, you know, those type of groups and just what um, you are working, don't like brag, don't, don't, don't post it, don't see like, oh my God, I'm working on this for that person because that is the quickest way to lose that connect i swear to god because um, i used to do that back in the day when i was first started i used to be like oh my god i'm working with this person and then i would see they, we would still work because they- when something happens to your kitchen you might say
1: this is ludicrous
0: but that won't fix your home that will only get you the rapper ludicrous having trouble don't panic don't be alarmed you need to file a claim holla at state farm like a good neighbor state farm is there that's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
1: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
0: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I needed it, but after that, it kind of goes silent. So it's just like, okay, I see what I was doing wrong, so now I kind of corrected myself, and now I'm back on my path. And, you know, everything comes with a learning experience, you know what I'm saying? You're going to make mistakes on the, on the way, but how you, how you get back on the path is what really matters. So I would just say that.
1: No, no, that's excellent advice, man. Thank you.
0: All right. So now
1: you're an artist yourself. Yes, sir. Making beats as well. So how and when did this all start?
0: Believe it or not, I started making beats off my phone. Um, I made beats off my phone back when I was uh, in like eighth, ninth grade. I used to take the school bus to school every day and I had FL Studio Mobile on my phone and I used to just make beats all the time in class, on the way to school, on the way home from school. You know what I'm saying it just it just kind of built, and then when I actually got that real program from my desktop, it was just like the easiest transition because it literally felt the same, so I was like, wow, and then over over a couple of months, a little bit of time passed i got I got more nice with my production style, I started you know studying other producers that I, I personally like. Um, just trying to not mimic their style, but use elements of what they have and just kind of make it my own to give myself my own sound. And it's been going well. I produced my first song, um, Mosh Pit. Uh, That's the first song I produced and wrote by myself. It was uh, early 2019 or 2020, I believe. And yeah, so I put my first song out in 2019. But that was my third song that I put out after after all that. OK, that's Mm -hmm. dope, man. So what is there a single that you're pushing
1: right now or you got one that you plan to drop soon? Um,
0: Yes, actually, my birthday is coming up on 420. So I'm dropping a little EP. It's called For Fun, literally because I was just in the booth having mad fun. So, uh, yeah, it's a little seven, eight project uh, EP, excuse me. And um, from there, yeah, I'm just going to be pushing that all April. Uh, I got some good blogs and stuff like that ready to post, so be on the lookout for that. And yeah, it's it's gonna be a movie. I'm excited. Okay.
1: So what's your creative process? Do you normally make the beat first, and then yeah. you
0: know just come up with the lyrics, or? So when I'm making the beat, normally when I got it in like uh, the loop for the hook, I just kind of let the loop play around for a little bit. You know, just keep get the vibe, get the vibe, see how I want to take the beat also in a in a certain direction because I like to switch up my beats as well. But as, I, as the loop is playing, I also kind of freestyle as well too. So I kind of just like freestyle now. I'm also practicing my freestyling. I'm not like 100% the best yet, but I, I can spit some shit if I really get in my bag. Like I said, it's all about a mental thing. So if I think about it too hard, it's gonna be trash. But <laughs> if, I, if I just you know, just let the beat carry my thoughts, it's gonna, I might just fuck around and say some fire shit. I ain't gonna lie. So, but when I sit down and write, I feel like that's when I get my best penmanship. Like, It it gets crazy when I sit down and write, so. How would you describe your style of the music that you're making, man? It's, it gives, it really gives, like, the Memphis Atlanta bop, but also with the the, the aggressiveness and and grunge of New York. So it's like the three meshed into one, I feel like, because, like. I don't know. I just try to be as unique as possible with everything I do. So I don't want to sound like anyone else, or so I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh, this sounds like that person." Or you know, making comparisons. I don't like that type of stuff. So if if it doesn't sound like a Kid Flash song or beat, I don't really think I'm gonna like, you know, proceed in that lane because then I don't want people to you know, like I said, point your fingers and be like, "Oh, you sound like that person." So. I try to be as creative as possible but that process is pretty uh it's pretty pretty quick honestly everything i do majority of the time is pretty quick um i don't know why <laughs> you gotta just, live up to the name you gotta right? live up to the name apparently yeah so it just it just it just naturally happens mad quick so i just i make the beat because i once i hear the sample i just know how the beat is gonna sound already i know what kind of hi hats i'm gonna do i know what 808s i'm gonna put and once i get the meat and bones of that done and that loop just hits i am in there just writing. Freestyling, saying anything that comes to my mind that sounds fire, you know, nitpicking it, and then the song is born. Yeah. So how do you balance everything? Um, Time management is one of my biggest things. Like, I used to be very terrible with time time management, if I'm to be honest with myself right now. But over time, as I've gotten farther into this industry and working with a lot of other, you know, professional individuals in in the, like, big positions, watching them live showed me how to do that balance. I just like jotted down mental notes and I was like, okay, so you do this, set this time for this, this time frame here, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's 24 hours in a day. I'm blessed enough to have access to the full 24 hours in my day. So I feel like if I schedule my day out doing this for this amount of time or that for this amount of time, it really helps me like schedule myself, almost like a class schedule, if you yeah. would. Like I treat my, my life like it's a college schedule. So from uh, 6 a.m. because I wake up every day like 6 or 5 a.m. depending on the day. Um, from 6 a.m. to like 10 p.m. I'm doing like sketches, warm-ups, you know, drawings and stuff like that. Then uh, take a little 30-minute break in between. Then from uh, like 10.30 to like, I don't know, like 1, I'll probably just do some paintings and then From one to you know just throughout the day I just switch up different things so like it feels like I'm going to different classes even though it's not so it it really helped me time manage myself and get that balance that I need to get everything done do you try and not take on too many clients then or yeah um, before I used to take a lot of clients because you know my drawing is like the fastest thing that I can possibly do besides like running so um, when I draw I can literally draw like everything they need within like the hour or two depending on what it, it might be but um being that it, it happens so quick i have a lot of time in between to like you know do anything else that i want because once once it gets approved that's it i don't have to do nothing else so if it only takes me two hours you know what i'm saying i still got like 18 i mean not 18 excuse me 22 hours left in my day so it's just like all right cool i finished this cover art um, I could knock out another one or some people ask for logos here and there, or all types of different stuff, so um yeah, just just being quick really helps me balance everything too, so
1: so your turnaround time is like oh, the same impeccable
0: day. impeccable
1: yeah that that 's that's crazy, because I've dealt with some <laughs> graphic designers and it's like, yeah, here I am weeks, two weeks later, like, bro, just send something.
0: Yeah, bro, like, even the sketch, and that's one thing I learned, because I used to think like that back, back like in, like, 2018, 2017, when I first started. I used to think, like, damn, if I don't send them the final piece, it's like, what, why am I sending it? But I'm like, nah, over time, I'm like, yo, if you just send them the sketch just to show them the direction, mm-hmm. that could go a long way. Because now, what if I finish the whole thing? and I send it to you, and you're like, oh, could you change that, move this hair? Actually, I don't like the way my face looks. Erase the whole thing. You would not believe how many times I had to start a cover art over from scratch because someone was mad indecisive on what they wanted. <laughs> it's so annoying, but I'm a very patient guy, which I don't like, but I do like at the same time. <laughs> so um, that right there just really, it just really made me like want to change it up, I was like, nah, I got to, I got to really be this guy that does everything on point and has to do it in, a, in an efficient amount of time. Cause you can't call me flash if I'm moving slow. <laughs> so <laughs> it just makes sense. I just be a walking contradiction. So you don't want to be that. So yeah. yeah,
1: man. And I saw on your IG, man, you shared some sketches of a comic book that you're working on. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. So was this something you've always planned on doing or was mm-hmm. this just something that just came to you one
0: day? I was like, alright I'm going to just draw. it um it was it was in the works for a little while i'm not gonna lie it didn't start off with that character originally it started with this like foxy fox character that i had called uh, bandit um i been that was the first character i ever created like back in fifth grade that was the first character i ever created and i've been building him for my whole life this whole journey i've been drawing up until now since i was 10 years old up until now i've been drawing that one character and I've always just you know been into creative writing and stuff like that, so I've developed a story, the world, building, everything like that, character development, everything. It's just like, when I came up with that character that I recently posted, I was like, nah, that's fire. Cause this is like a brand spanking new style that no one's ever made besides me. So I was like, yeah, I gotta push this one. Um, so it, it's pretty easy to, for me to come up with characters and, and like storylines because it's just like, t- it's like copy and pasting old formulas, but you switch up certain things to make it your own. And with that, Um, element that I have because I I really nitpick it so if, if I want to make this character like an Indiana Jones kind of character I could do that but I would nitpick the whole Indiana Jones like timeline and then figure out okay I'm not gonna copy the whole thing I'm just gonna do like all right, maybe his start off kind of started off similar like how Indiana started but something else that changed the course of his direction made him go on this path which makes it a whole nother story and you can't even compare it at that point. So from there, that's how I really kind of build my creative direction when it comes to like story writing and character building, so.
1: Nah, it looks really dope, man. Thank can't you, I appreciate that it. Out,
0: man. So what's some short-term and what's some
1: long-term goals you got for yourself, lad?
0: Short-term goals, I want to definitely get one of my beats produced this year or in the near future. Um, I feel like it's, it's, it's at that point now where I can, I can really shop it around and get somebody dope on there. Um, another short-term goal would just be to drop the comic book, because um, being that I draw very quick, it's, it's a lot easier for me to do the panels and get them uh, situated, being that I know the story. So that's another thing that I want to drop before summertime for for um, long-term. I, I do animation as well, like full-fledged cartoons. So I want to get one of my animated series called The Flies on like a network sometime in the near future, whether it be like end of the year or like however long it may take. but. Um, I got a few eyes watching right now, you know, seeing Comedy Central's in the, in the DM right now. So we we talking some things out, but it's not, in, not in secure yet. Um, but yeah, just working on animation is my long term thing. And I'm also doing an NFT series okay. that I'm building right now. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm about to drop that more so towards the end of the year. So that's more of a long term goal. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. things in the works. Though. Yeah, man. Just trying to keep the ball rolling, you know,
1: Absolutely, just
0: take man. it a day a time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, shout out, you like to give before we wrap it up here?
0: Um, Yeah, shout out my brother, Corey St. Rose. I got his True Colors drip on right now for me. Living Too Fast Deluxe out right now. Go get that. Um, Shout out my boy, Don, Spaz, the whole Williams crew. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Finn, Mom, Dad. We outside. (laughs) My sisters. Um, Lou. Thank you, Lou, for everything, bro. Uh, Majority of the stuff that I have right now, I can't have... If it wasn't for you, shout out to Winter Circle because that's home team right there, too. Winter Circle, Home to Chef G, Sleepy Hollow, Eli Ross, uh, JBZ. Um, shout out them, and uh that's all I can really think of right now. <laughs> shout out everybody who, who messed with me for me, and we going to the top this year, baby. You dig? <laughs> I wear that makeshift monjella, yeah. 100 beards in the fit in the sweater, casting yeah. my style, but I still do it better. Huh? My brother just saw me keep climbing the pressure. I'm smoking.